Spirits of French Lick is proud to introduce the Lee Sinclair Four Grain Bottled and Bond Bourbon. This four-year-age, double-pot distilled, non-chill filtered bourbon has creamy, round, and lifting notes with caramel and vanilla, followed by apple, mint, graham cracker, and ginger, as well as cardamom. The finish is slightly French walnut, resolving the sweet, fruity, almost ground cherry and white pepper. Our spirits are available for tasting and purchase inside the French Lick Winery and Distillery. Spirits of French Lick. Respect the grain. Please enjoy responsibly. Hey, Scotchy Bourbon Boys. This is Tiny to tell you about the new Dant Crossing. Dant Crossing is a -a one-of-a-kind destination to make lasting memories with family and friends. The Pastoral Campus is anchored by Logstill Distillery, where you can enjoy their truly outstanding Monk's Road spirit. Enjoy world-class entertainment at their outdoor amphitheater, The Amp. Stay overnight at one of their unique lodging options. Host an unforgettable experience at their 18,000-square-foot wedding and events venue. And enjoy acres of wooded walking trails and a 12-acre fishing lake. More attractions will open soon at Dant Crossing, including a fully functional private train depot and farm-to-table restaurant. For more information, go to www.dantcrossing.com. song i think next month so so this is this is a, a first for the scotchy bourbon we got an audience uh roxy just walked in perfect timing literally at the end of the song we're, we're facebook live we're recording for youtube we're recording for the podcast and uh we're you know we're here the scotchy bourbon boys are here uh we got ct roxy we got whiskey myself mm-hmm. tiny and we got b-rat B rap. You guys all have stage names. B rap. Yeah, well, I'll take you. He is B rap. You've, you've, you've got it down. Yes. And then we've got Taylor Swift. You don't you don't look you, you don't look the same with your makeup on. Barry, you have no chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mercedes next up. And, and, wow. And, and these guys I never knew Taylor Swift made such good bourbon. Yeah, that's true. It's transformative, I'll just say that. Evidently because you're a man. 
Whoa, we're getting into a whole other part. Let's stay on the stay on track. Just saying. It would be just awesome if you made her brand, you know, Augusta brand of Taylor Swift bourbon. It might be. I know. We'll work on that maybe after the show. Yeah. Well, and actually, speaking of Taylor Swift, we're we're actually podcasting from the land of Taylor Swift today. And at the moment, yes, it's just like it did. And technically, we're live from the Taylor Swift concert area. Yeah. Yeah, this is <laughs> unfortunate. Yeah, this is the Taylor Swift pre-party. I know, freaking. Yeah, it's like uh, so. You got a bracelet. I, I like your bracelet, right? That's a Taylor friendship. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Yeah, 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 definitely. How long are you going to keep that on, by the way? Yeah. Yeah. Never take them off. I never. I don't take them off till they fall off. Wow. That's, wow. that's actually. That's gross. how much I love my. That's my commitment to bourbon. Okay. I actually just I thought just it was. Love it. It. And I'm here too. With, with. All right, let's do real introductions. Great. Okay. So you got it. Uh, some uh, Brad Bonds revivals, vintage bottle shop, uh, uh, founder and curator. Uh, we we have the dusties. We have the new stuff. And uh, today we're celebrating an epic hazmat release with my guy here with Augusta. And super pumped to have everybody here at the shop today. Thanks, thanks everyone for coming. All right. Yep. Yeah, my name is Judd Weiss. I'm, I'm one of the eight founders of Augusta Distillery. We're founded by three couples and a couple of uh, business school buddies. Uh, happy to be here. Yeah, Augusta awesome. Distillery, home of the uh, current uh, world's best bourbon, according to the San Francisco Spirits Competition. I've just That's met awesome. you today, but you are a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's always good to include the wives, right? Yeah, my wife Liz right over there, one of the co-founders. Yep, yep. My wife is Roxy, so it's just a, it's it's the way to go. I if you have the support of your wife, you're in the bourbon industry. You're out, you've figured things out, right? Absolutely. <laughs> we've been married 34 years, so that's how. <laughs> we've 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 got them just Wait, by a little bit. Bourbon or support? I'm not sure. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. So so we we're 37 this year, right? Yeah. And it's just like uh, you look you look amazing for being married for 34 years. So I'm just going to tell you that bourbon is the fountain of you. Because yeah. this right here, all this going on right here, should just yeah. be solid white. Yeah. It, I just it's a got lot a lot of, of preservative it, but, characteristics, know. so yeah, I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of bourbon, that's a good preservative, right? Yeah. Let it spill in there, get the dye, get the brown in there. Love well, it. That's, that's, that's very exciting. That's me, yeah. yeah, to a T. So, Barry Berninger, I'm the co-founder, national brand ambassador for RD1 Spirits. Lexington, Kentucky's first federal registered distillery. And I got to say, congratulations. You did it. Thank you. Number one. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats to you. I look forward to the day when I can actually braid my beard. You got to start growing it. I've got it on my back. Yeah, I can bring my back. Yeah, same here. Same here. Yeah. It's just like, it, it's just kind of like, <laughs> although you've maintained your hair up here, I've not done that. It just all fell on my back. <laughs> How does that happen? There you go. All right. And, so, evidently, you wear bracelets too long. <laughs> That's probably it. That's probably it. Thank you. That's why I have you here, Whiskey, just for that. You know, I'm the master of the obvious. Yes, of course. <laughs> so, uh, Brad. Yes, sir. Just you—you you were the one, you know. We we've met just a little bit, talked on the phone a little bit, and you're the one, uh, you know, that brought us all together, right? So, and and 
you know, from the moment that I heard about you, I've never heard a bad thing about you. And everybody, there's a buzz right now going on everywhere you go about what you're doing. So, you know, talk about yeah. what you're trying to do here. Yep. I mean, it's a great name. Um, you're working on another location, too, right? right. Yes, sir. Yeah, and, no, it's an exciting time. It really is. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think there's a secret. It's really just uh, you treat others like you want to be treated, and uh, good things happen. You know what I mean? So that's basically it. Uh, we're just being fair to who we purchase from, and we're trying not to be a museum when we resell it. And we have the collision of that here at Revival. Uh, it's, uh, it's been a blessing. Uh, every day I feel like I, I woke up and won the Super Bowl, and today I, you know, I won it again, you know, hanging out with you guys. And uh, So we're, we're fortunate to, uh, to be moving. Uh, I have a good support team here. Uh, my business partner, Shannon Smith, unfortunately isn't here, but uh, backed by a city commissioner and a, and a law firm that believes in what we're doing. And, um, you know, she's actually one of uh, Barry's. I think she helps uh, their, their team as well with law. And so... Uh, you know, we have the right people in place, and um, we're, we're going next to Hotel Covington, and we're going to blow it out and do like an 8,000-square-foot uh, international wow. destination. Wow. So we'll be having uh, vintage mixed drinks, new mixed drinks, uh, new and old side-by-sides, hopefully eventually uh, vintage cigars even. So, uh, wow. you know, I want people to come from London to uh, Revival and, and then check out the rest of the state of Kentucky. So. I, I'm, uh, as soon as I retire, I'm just going to hang out with you all day. That's what I want to do. <laughs> Because everybody's going to be coming to you. I just what a great place to book podcast people. And, you know, everybody's oh, you want to do a space? Yeah, yeah. We'll be able to fit everybody. No, are you going to have both places? Uh, no, we're going to get rid of this. This bar will actually go on the second floor at the new location. So we'll have two, it, uh, two bars. Uh, so this will be focused on what it's doing. You know, the tasting bar, and we'll just have uh, basically just more options to taste and, and an unlimited liquor license. So it's a little, you know, here we just have a two ounce tasting license. So down there. I know I guess it's good and bad, but you know you'll be able to taste a little bit more and um, and just have have more fun. So uh, just more products. You know I think there's something for everybody. Uh, the more I do this, it doesn't matter if I like the vintage. People are in different stages uh, with alcohol, and so just the more stuff we can have for this, the particular stage they're in, and uh, you know just to help them get. I think what I'm doing is kind of the final frontier, and you know you need to trial and error before you get to this level, and we're almost taking them there sooner than they would have found it, maybe. So. You know, you talked about different stages. I think back in Ohio, we call those steps. Yeah, that's why he's here. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. once again. Yep, yeah. Muscling from the other end of the bar. Well, yeah, I, was just just, I was just glad that it wasn't aimed at me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yours is, yeah, yours yeah, is coming. Yeah, you, coming. You just talk more. Okay, <laughs> so we're we're having a we're launching uh, Augusta product Buckner and talk about that and then you know give us our yeah. give us your take on it. Well, I, the first thing I would say about Brad, if I could, is he's a good example of when passion and skill intersect. You know, nice. good things happen there. Uh, a really passionate, you know, generous dude. Uh, there it you is. Know, oftentimes, yeah, I'm surprised. You know, maybe you give away as much as you in taste as you as you charge with people. It's uh, it's really great, and he's a he's an explorer, which is actually what the Augusta Distillery brand is all about. We're an explorer brand. Um, we're uh, our our uh, location is upriver, so we're on the Ohio River in Augusta, Kentucky, which is about thirty miles upriver from Cincinnati, really between New Riff 
I'll use, I'll use distilleries as smile markers. That's so people can. Is that okay with the Yeah, so yeah, us yeah, children yeah. can follow. Right. Children in the party at McDonald's for us, so there's new riff here, and then there's old Pogue up in Maysville. Okay. And we are right between the two. So one of the things that, that you know, we talk about is that we are going to connect the old, old Pogue and the new, new riff using the original Bourbon Trail, which is the Ohio River. So we're right in between the two. And so right now for people who want to go experience old Pogue and new riff in a single day, it's a little bit too far to go. But with us in the middle is the bridge. Uh, that, that becomes real possible. So that's, that's where we are physically where we are as a brand. We are an ultra-premium bourbon company. So we are totally focused on bourbon. We're playing um, you know, at the, I'll call it the, the, the high end, uh, where everybody in this room lives. So connoisseurs, collectors, people who are geeking out on this stuff, who have 150 bottles um, in their basement and are really curious about how they might even have three or four bottles of Buckner's there if they're from different barrels because they like to explore the differences. That's who we're trying to appeal to. So ultra-premium Kentucky bourbon right here in Augusta, Kentucky. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, Bar & Grill fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co-hosts sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar & Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby. Perfect. Wow. We're yeah. blessed to have a hazmat today. So. Yeah, which yeah. is... <laughs> yeah, because like, so, so, the, so the, the standard bottles that you produce, what is the proof typically? What do you shoot for? Well, this is a single barrel cast strength expression, so you've got a range, right? So on the low end, you know, 117, 115 proof, and then on the high end, there's a, there's a rumor out there. I can either confirm or deny that there is, in fact, a barrel out there that is 150. Wow. And so when you start to get it, you know, north of 140, well, that you can becomes, light that on fire. You can't, but yeah, you know 150 what? 150 burns. If, you, if I put it out there blind, you would swear it's 110, 115. Well, I just, it's crazy. I'll stuff. just put a big to it and I'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how about, how are, you know, how about... Are you doing it? Okay, so you're in between the two places. Where is where are you in your process as far as are you purchasing barrels? Are you distilling? Where are you in that journey? Yeah, so we're in the, the transition that, that many young bourbon companies are in, and that is that we have sourced the liquid that will supply our brand while our distillate ages. And one of the choices we've made, strategic choices we've made, is not to come out with anything younger than eight. So that means you have to have a fantastic supply and a, and a pretty coherent product master plan, and we do. So we have under our control the, uh, the barrels that will supply our brand while the distillate that we begin putting in barrels in January, February, uh, when that, until that turns eight. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's so we're going to have two stills. Two 14-inch column stills will have capacity that's uh, somewhere between 12,000 and 14,000 barrels a year. And that, that all starts, you know, as I said, Q1 of 24, we get into full production, full capacity, six or nine months thereafter. So at the moment, contract distilling. 
Yep. Okay. Excellent. So, I mean, that's just that that clarifies filling in barrel source. Right. Right. And that's that is a that is a great uh, what would you say the the roadmap. There's so you know because everybody always talks about that in between, and then what you deliver and what, but it really comes down to your passion, and then also as you keep building, you know, yeah. it's it, one thing I found and noticed is that I've met a lot of people who have owned distilleries, big, little, whatever, but at the same time. The one thing that pretty much the financial aspect of everybody knows is that putting whiskey in barrels is a really good investment right now. And so it's a good time to be doing what you're doing and it's very exciting, you know. I agree. Yeah, the, the, being a producer, there's the, the cash flow is a little tough. Well, it's a great investment, but it's not great from a cash flow yeah, standpoint. absolutely. So uh, you have to make a strategic choice as a, as a producer. Are we gonna make white goods and cash flow off of white goods, gin, vodka? No aging there, right? right? Or are we going to not do that and um, you know be committed to the bourbon and the time that it takes, and that takes you down a sourcing path, right? So whether whether you're Mictors, Angels Envy, Barstown Bourbon Company, you know, every we're all wrestling with that new riff, and so we've got it. We're pretty confident in our plan to transition from you know 100% source to 100% our own juice over the course of the next you know six to eight years. But that's. Uh... Amazing. Yeah, that could. <laughs> Plus, that ultra premium aspect, that's where you guys are a little bit different than everybody because, uh, like I said, um, some people produce, they're not just producing ultra premium, and you guys have that, that market and going into that niche. So I'm kind of excited to where it goes with that. Well, just a real quick, uh, you know, a place to go right now is to our newest expression, which is Old Route 8. So Route 8 is the highway, the thoroughfare that connects Augusta to the world. Uh, it was the way whiskey made it inland in the, in the early days. Old Route 8 is an eight-year single-barrel cask-strength expression that uh, is just now hitting the stores in Kentucky. We'll hit the stores in Ohio next week. It has the same mash bill, the same mash bill as the world's best bourbon right now, 74-18-8. And so what I would say is, uh, you know, get out there and try that. So this is a this is a scale play for us. It's a way to take the quality and then and make it available in larger quantity to more consumers. That's what that's what we're doing right now. Okay, so that good to know that's hitting Ohio next week. Yeah, well, we still us, that makes us excited. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will have to do a whole other podcast. Yeah, just do it right driving up Route Eight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so, so Brad, are you are you already buying a couple of cases so you could set them up and they'll be uh, dusties one day? Right. Yeah. No. We uh, <laughs> we set back some of the hazmat for sure. Uh, we're actually real excited to work with them more in depth uh, with their common product at the new shop. We'll have more space. Same with Barry. Uh, we already have a few bottles of uh, Barry's more common product. In fact, it's it's kind of a dusty now because he's graduated and uh, has a new <laughs> bottle. So. Uh, yeah, no, we want to support everybody local and especially others. You know, uh, I'd even consider Lexington local to us, but anyone that wants to work with us, we'd love to work with them. And it, it just goes back to having more options for everybody in every stage and, and catering to that. So, so uh, you've said hazmat a couple of times, but yeah. I don't think we've told everybody what, Over 140 what, proof. Yeah. The, so why, why, why are you calling it hazmat? Uh, I mean, I guess, like, did it have to come in a special vehicle, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> 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 
to bring struck. Well, that I mean, 140 proof hazmat yeah. has been something we were dealing that when we went to uh, French Lake and we were we actually tasted right out of the barrel a hazmat brandy. Mm. It bottled at 139.8, I think, so it wasn't actually a true hazmat. But at the same time, that's when I learned about, and that's really kind of. Um, uh, the the distilleries uh, have been starting to push that right. Like before that, people really were. Well, it's hard to get a 140 in the first place, considering if it's a bourbon. Or, but if it's a but, but a bourbon, it goes in at 120. You get it at 140. That's that's a challenge in itself. But at the same time, if it's just a that's a whiskey, right? Or is it that's a bourbon? Bourbon. Also? Yeah. So I mean that. It's not like all bourbon just goes to 140. I mean, it's a. It doesn't. It, it has to. I mean, when you hear hazmat, you should all you should hear translate that as rare. Hazmat tends to come, you know, from top of the rick house where you maximum evaporation, and the reason that they're priced the way they are is because you might get zero bottles yeah. out of a barrel. Yeah. You're losing uh, a lot. You know, Brad, I don't remember what the yield was on this, but... We're pretty fortunate. We had like 120, but most of the ones we tested were like 50. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. tend to, you know, the, the again, there is a rumor that there's a 150 out there. I tell you, it's less than 30 bottles out of mm -hmm. out of the barrel where, you know, you're, you're north of 220 typically. So, you know, you're talking about, you know, right. I know we're on radio, but just, just imagine a, you know, a, a, a a drink glass is 12 ounces when you when you start, but by the time you get to uh, you know hazmat territory in 13 years, you know you're down to maybe an inch at the bottom of that glass. That's what it happens. takes, Jeff. 13 yeah. years well, to get to the, the bottom math, of the glass. And for anybody out there, the math is easy to do. <laughs> why the price is what it is? Right. Because. Okay. You're just not yielding from that investment of that 53-gallon barrel. Now it's only producing 50 bottles or 100. It, it, the math has to equal, you know, the time and effort. Just because uh, the angel share was claimed doesn't mean that uh, somehow you don't have to pay for that service. You know, right. if you want to get mad at that price, get pissed off at the angels, right? Exactly. Right. <laughs> That's what I say. Damn those angels. I'm pretty sure you're going to hell. <laughs> Not no. So, All right, so Barry. So yes. Welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for coming up, and this is, this is great. Um, Barry's new bottle. Yeah. Oh. And bum, bum, bum. a different a different uh, spin on that bottle. What, what, what are we? Uh, so so this bottle, and I'm Barry Brinegar from Arting One Spirits out of Lexington, Kentucky. Um, this bottle is actually fashioned out of a sample bottle that I got from the 1800s from the brand. So what we did, RD1 stands for Registered Distillery Number 1, and we established the brand in January of 2020 just to pay honor and respect to Lexington's first registered distillery. So we're, we're you know, it, there's always got to be a first. There's always got to be someone that is first. We've established this brand to take the next chapter of Lexington's first registered distillery. And what we've done similarly is we have a liquid strategy that is going to take this brand out national. We're not doing the gin and vodka either. We're, um, we're also at that premium, super premium brand. That's the fast growth consumption of bourbon globally is those super premium brands. Yeah, right. And so, you know, we're, we're the one percenters right here and, and the bourbons that we have, we're going after that one percenters and making it um, attractive 
to the one percenters as well as those 99 percenters because they're the ones who are going to also um, pay the bills for us. So we're super excited. What we've got is a Kentucky straight bourbon and then we've got three wood finish series of a French oak finish, a Amberana Brazilian oak, and then a double oak and maple. So we're, you know, right now we're in five states. We should be in 15 states within the next 12 months. That's awesome. wonderful. Awesome. Awesome. And the Amberana was that's just some things. In the bottle in the bottle we showed earlier in the in the video was a pick that Brad did with you before yep. the bottle changed. Yeah. So uh, obviously very familiar with it here. So it's sold out. So. Sold out. <laughs> well that's always good, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's awesome. What you can. Always a good thing. And, and I'll tell you, Brad has been such a great partner for, for all of the brands here. You know, super connector and you know the one thing that I love about being up here is the bourbon trust starts here. You know, so the beeline really starts that bourbon trail, and, and I love connecting the old with the new. You know, we we should honor Lexington or Kentucky's um, bourbon tourism. It's a nine billion dollar a year industry to the state. You know, so we want visitors to come in, start that uh, bourbon trail uh, in northern Kentucky, and then go all the way through the state and, and see what uh, Kentucky has the best to offer. Did you say nine billion? Nine billion with wow. a B. That's about what I spent, so. <laughs> We're the number one tourist. Evidently. Yeah, yeah. It's if they me. can just get more of you, then it's just all of they're in. Yeah. I mean, it's like coming out of what we just came out of, the, the whatever, the, the shit that went down, and then what happened to everybody at home with how they all changed in what they could do, right? We all how we drank, how we, how we process stuff. And we're, we're all, we were all so starved to come out of it and spend time like this with people again, with our friends. And then, you know, it's, it was such a long time that I think a lot of people lost track of it. And then when it was, we slowly came out of it. So not, but now it just seems like now that, now that we're out and you go on the bourbon trip, it was so great to go on the tour yesterday at Buffalo Trace with 30 people. I mean, before it was like six people could be in a spot, you know what I mean, kind of thing. And uh, just to be together with people again. And then so many people learned about bourbon, you know, and now they can go out and learn even more and then also have experiences. But when it comes to the Dusties, you know, that we're here at Revival, there, that has not been a market that so many that is available to so many people. And that's what you're doing, Brad. You're bringing that plus then you're doing your picks and promoting the new and the old and it's just a great place to start i would agree if you start here you you're you're, you're like no matter who you are you're you takes you you're just coming up to another level yeah so it's exciting it's fun man you know um i think you look around at some of these bottles and typically the average person just never even gets to sniff something like this and so we're kind of making the game kind of basically conform to us and you know, I, I want to have like the most epic things uh, where the common person can come in, you know, maybe somebody's out of a job or makes 15 an hour, they can still get in the game. You know, and you come in you're on your own chopper, we have something for you too. And, you know, there's something for everybody here and uh, that's what makes it so much fun. So. We, uh, we talk about, you know, what, what role does bourbon play? This is maybe a little bit dorky, but it's, it's a catalyst to relationships, right? It's, 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 it helps relationships start. It deepens the ones that currently exist, and, and we kind of talk about it also as, as liquid campfire. It's just it, it's it's warm. You gather around it, and 
you do a great job of that here, Brad. I mean, if you get a chance to come in here, this is a uh, just a great place to hang out, get a little history, you it's know, like taste a little history. Yeah, we I mean, also get to you know do what we're doing here, which is just gather around the bar and chat a little bit. I think you nailed it on the head. It just it brings people together that typically might not be friends. Like you might be a Steelers fan or I'm a Bengals fan. And Hypothetically, can, as long as they're not hitting <laughs> each other, like, no, you know, no, you can get around a good, good bottle of bourbon. I'm going to cover I'm this. Not a Steelers fan. <laughs> <laughs> I am Taylor Swift. <laughs> 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 I'm going to cover this for Brad, but when you come here, make sure that you don't touch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. look, at Brad the new shop, we'll have some Wait. glass uh, separating on the higher end stuff. But yeah, if you don't mind, we can touch it together. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's different. Than oh, oh. That's a, it's a party now. <laughs> That's, 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 the more bourbon you drink, it gets don't, easier. Don't open yeah. that door for Carl. I, I was going to say, I, I, I was... Stop throwing Carl high fastballs on the yeah. I mean, I'm familiar with the do not touch rules when you come to a, you know a certain kind of bar, but the touching, the touching together, Brad, I, that's new to me. You're gonna have to show me. What you're it is 2023. You know, it's all good. You, uh, you, 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 you roll the way you want to roll. Definitely. So, is there is there anything we want to? That we should taste. Is there? What do you want? Yeah, I mean, we could just we can taste what we're, what we're all here for today. Yeah, Let's yeah, just hell yeah. Right in, you know, 141 proof. Uh, is that what this? Hey, was? now we can start this. Here we go. Start the party. Yeah. Oh, wait. Look at that. She's, she's got bottles. She's got bottles. Yeah, somebody's walking in with bottles. What the heck? So. Shannon just walked in and she's going to uh, degrade the value of those bottles by having this on assignment. All right, Brad. Oh, yes. Yes, sir. Is that me or you? It's, it could be you. They have more, more glasses. Fantastic. Awesome. Thank My you. wrist only knows how to do small things. You're pretty good at it by now. <laughs> so, you've got this down. Get this around your glass a little yeah, bit and check out the viscosity on this, right? Check out the yeah, it, was all, it was all Cheers. sipping. No, I know. Was this someone's? So for our 5,000 Indian viewers, we should probably uh, say namaste, right? It's 11,000. It's 11,000 Indian viewers, so. Yeah, I'll be sharing that that video that he's doing live to the Scotchy. Did you share it to the Scotchy Bourbon Boys? I haven't just it's, Yeah, because it's so it's hard, just, so we'll share it's it It's CT live right now. I'll share right? it. I'll share it. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll share it. Yeah, okay. So we're, so we're going to start the Taylor Swift fans. Here will here get today. Absolutely. Uh, Let me the Taylor Swift. Thank you, everyone, for coming. Well, just for Namaste. everybody out there, I think yeah. Taylor's going to drop by and have a shot before she goes, right? Yeah, yeah. She, she might be here. Yeah, you know, if we were actually live, she could show up. But uh, I think the fruit notes on the front are perfect for Taylor. <laughs> yep, until she drives. <laughs> is she the one that drove her keys into the side of your... You can tell. Carl, Carl, oh, like, Carl, Carl, Carl. She shakes it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, she shakes it up. Yeah, I, I, you can tell I don't listen to country music. music. Uh, it's not country. It's music. It's pop. It's mainstream. I mean, if it was okay. country, there wouldn't be all Listen, you can't offend all the Taylor Swift fans in one comment because they're watching. 
No, they're not. We're not lying. They are. I see, they're waiting in line right now. They're trying to figure out. They're like, why are we at the wrong place? She's up there. Of course, the line is probably from there to here. It is almost. Very close. This is the. Today was the first time I tried your Augusto, the Buckner. I've seen it on the shelves, yeah. and um, with all the stuff that I do, I have never gotten around to it, so I was happy to be able to taste this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this, this is for the proof. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the whole, this is a bourbon experience in itself. Uh, you know, if you're the 1%, um, and you drink a, you, you taste a lot of bourbon, you don't drink a lot, this is, this is a fantastic experience. This this is not too hot for me, but you know, at one for whiskey here. Oh, it turned me red. I literally yeah. felt I felt the color change. And so I'm it, going, this is the guy who puts a shaker of pepper on his food. Yeah, but you know, that shaker of pepper is not 141 proof. <laughs> but but like it's, it, but overall, you, oh, you, have you proofed it down? I have not. You should. I mean, that's that's the the, the great thing about about. No, well, about uh, barrel strength bourbon is that initially everybody who was making it didn't think we were this crazy. They were like, well, I'll just give it to you the way we get it, and you put the right amount of water or ice in there. But they didn't realize that the, the 2020 would come around and this would turn into what it did. I mean, now everybody, now you have people like, if you're not drinking barrel strength, straight neat, you're, you know, you don't know what whiskey is, you know, kind of thing. But at the same time, I always try and say, you got to drink it the way you like it. But that's like, for us, uh, cask strength is, is the way to go because we want the drinker to be in charge of their experience. Yeah. And so, you know, if you prefer you know, a 100, you can, you know, you're at 140 here. You want to drop a cube in there and take it down. Have at it. Yeah. The challenge is, you, unless you have a still in the backyard, you can't go the other way. You can't go from 100 proof to 140 proof, right? right? And so, that's our that's our approach. So, you, you know, we're not going to come out with anything other than cask strength for that reason. Good. I mean, but at the same time, this this is a great experience as is. I, I love the I agree. I love your starting point. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. So, Hang there for a while. by by chance, did you bring any of the 150? <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm, I'm interested to see if that got any better because this is so good. Holy it's yeah, really good. Yeah. The, uh, allegedly, the, uh, the, the, the 150 is, is quite a bit darker, but it drinks as nicely as what you have right here. It's, it's incredible. That's what it is. It's the cherry. So when I do this, I get caramel, chocolate, cherry all at once, and oh, then a little just... bit of pepper. In, in, just, in your mouth or on the nose? On the mouth. Yeah, yeah. So uh, just on the, the tip. Mouth. It's sweet. Where yeah. you know, and it just goes. It just keeps going all the way back. Yeah. It's not. You know, some bourbons are heavy on your mid palate. Some, some in the back of your throat. So this just just straight across the board. Yeah, we're we're also uh, you know we, we prefer to go unfiltered, um, and for us the the, the benefit of that. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Go unfiltered. Yeah, have a shirt that says it. Yeah, just unfiltered. <laughs> For us, I mean, the, what that what that allows, as you guys I'm sure know, oh, is that you keep you keep the fats in, in the in the liquid, which that's what delivers the long finish. 
is the lipids are literally sticking to the tissues in your mouth. So that creates a long you put NFC on the bottle, we could have charged 100 more. <laughs> you're unfiltered. You're, you're unfiltered just because of the Me Too movement? No, I'm just unfiltered. But thank you for recognizing that whiskey is straight and neat. Um, <laughs> there you go. All right. So, um, CT, you got so anything? Oh, wait. Um, do we want to have a sip of your Oh, I think yeah. I mean, yeah. it's sitting there. Absolutely. I mean, you brought that bottle. Let's drink so some Amberata. Somebody else got, you know, got after it a little bit there, too. That's good. Um, while we're getting that ready, I'd, I'd love for uh, Shannon to kind of talk. I was saying that, you know, she was my partner earlier, and uh, I wouldn't be playing this game if it wasn't for her, so... Uh, Hello. Super pumped to be here. Yeah. So. Well, hello. The only note that I had is you guys talked about filters, uh, and I think that perfectly describes um, well most of our business. And if you remember Brad, you know that's Brad. It's unfiltered. So, uh, completely unfiltered. So, what, what what are we trying next? Oh, this is the RD1 Amburana. Uh, finished. Finished. Yep. What is the proper way to say it? So it's Amburana Brazilian oak wood. So it's, it's from Brazil. You're going to get flavors that are way outside the flavor wheel. You're going to get spices all along the spectrum, uh, anywhere from clove, cinnamon, nutmeg. Um, the uh, the flavors on this are going to be anywhere from coconut to pineapple. It's really delicious. Uh, and, and it makes, I mean, I, I agree, drink it how you like it, but this one makes a crazy paper plane. We had that earlier today. Uh, it makes a great mint julep. But, oh and bourbon balls. And bourbon balls, as we know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so let's uh, go let me, uh, let me pour some more here. One more down there. Relax. This one's 110 proof. Unlike Revivals, which was a barrel strength 122 proof. Um, which doesn't drink like 122 degrees. As Shane went down there, can you imagine the room we'll have to do podcast in the future? We're covered on here. Everybody covered So much there. room for activities. <laughs> yeah, there's so much more room yes. for activities. <laughs> we're we're going to have to have a shirt made that has that on it. <laughs> wow, that is a nose on that one. Yeah. Wait, honey, like the, the honey, out of the honey, honey, honey apple, apple pie. pie. Out of the flavor, well, yeah. The, so. the honeycomb cereal, almost. It smells like yeah. apple pie. You're not going to pour that on there. Right? Right? You know what? It smells like apple pie. It smells like apple pie. Hey, uh, uh, this is uh, very good. Maybe you can keep smelling it. Oh yeah, so, so these are these are how we finish it in the barrel. So we put this in the bunghole and um, we Whoa. leave these. Uh, uh, so wait, you, wait, 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 wait. Barry, Barry, so we are all twelve years old. I swear Barry, to God. Back away, back away. Barry, Barry, so. Barry, you put the beads in the bunghole. <laughs> <laughs> and we're there. Yeah. So there you go. All right, crawl up. <laughs> hey, I'm just, it's just for educational purposes. Thanks, dude. Uh, Always that guy on the distillery tour. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, but this is amazing. I, honestly, when you showed me what you were doing, it was so unique. And then the. <laughs> Uh, say it for me, um, the Amberana. Yeah, Amberana. The Amberana. Yeah. Talk about that little stick that you drop in. That's cool. I mean, just that in itself. One of the things that we do with that stave is that we um, drill honeycomb into it. So there's a lot more surface area. It don't, 
it only takes eight weeks to finish to get to the flavor profiles. That little thing that you showed me, yeah. how many do you drop in? Um, it, it, depending on the yield there, we'll, we'll drop in several staves into the uh, into the barrel itself. So are they, is, was that a small version of, that you showed no, that, me, or that's, that's the actual that, thing that you drop in? I mean, the actual when you size. say stave, you know, you're talking about this and this, and this thing is like this and thin with the holes, it's really kind of cool. It, it is cool. Yeah. And, and, uh, a unique way of, uh, of getting that flavor. This is the same mix bill of our straight bourbon, French oak, and our double oak and maple. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just influencing that flavor profile with different states. And so the amber on it, I think we can all agree, is a very, very unique pour. All right. Yeah, this is, this is a unique experience. There's no doubt. I mean, I, I would have to say, if you're talking about the Augusta and that, you're talking about a big, giant bourbon experience with all the flavors of bourbon. And, you know, and now when you get into this, this is more of that finished, even though it's oak, so it's not, it, it, it qualifies to keep it bourbon, right? And you're not actually finishing it. It, it, it actually, oh, that's, yeah, yeah, because once you take um, wood that is, um, that, that's used or, you know, that um, it has a different profile, it, it, it takes it from a straight bourbon into a finished bourbon. Finished so bourbon, so, so it still it, is a finished bourbon, is, but yeah. still you're using oak, so you're staying in the same family. That's right, so that's, that's right. right. Unlike the maple, where you're kind of that the, that whole fun toy that you just showed us. That's um, the coolest part I thought was the fact that you had those different woods on it, and then you basically dipped it in the maple, not maple syrup, but in the maple sap, yeah. which is very watery. But then you pull it out, let it dry, and then you drop it into the barrel, and that. You know, I've had uh, whiskeys finished in maple syrup barrels, but that's very a whole sweet. Yes, good. yes. Where this was essence of maple, and it, it just was kind of a cool thing. And you know, you use that cheers. word right in a sentence. <laughs> yeah, it's a big I'm word. I'm so proud of you. Essence. Congratulations. <laughs> oh my god. I'm making a I'm, you're getting an unfiltered shirt. Yeah. <laughs> he needs one. He needs All right. So um uh Brad, why don't you This is uh, amazing. You guys talk about, you know, just finish up a little yeah, bit about, you know, what's coming, how, you know, what your overall, uh, you know, just give your whole marketing spiel right now. Yeah, just finish that up. Um, so uh, Shannon Smith, uh, are my business partner, basically, so a city commissioner and attorney. And so the two of us are, uh, we have this little small shop. We've kind of proved uh, the business model, I guess, for three years, and we're ready to move uh Literally right down the street, we're, we're going in next to Hotel Covington. Uh, we'll have six to 8,000 square feet. Um, where it'll really be a game changer, I think, is the full liquor license. So we only have the two ounce, uh, you know, you get four half ounce pours here. At the new shop, you know, it'll be vintage mixed drinks, new mixed drinks, beer, wine. You know, you could get a Shirley Temple. Literally, we'll have something for everybody, which is kind of limiting here, because if you just want a cold beer, I'm not your Huckleberry right now. But uh, down there, we'll literally have all of it. So, you know, Whoever you come with wants to drink wine or beer and you want to drink bourbon, we'll have something for everybody, so I'm super excited. And then um, on the second floor, we're going to uh, basically continue this bar you see up there. And uh, our tasting bar we have now, we're just going to uh, grow it and do a lot of new versus old. And so worst case scenario, I'd love to use this. We have a party from 52. Uh, we'll deal with the distributor, so we'll have a new Bacardi, and so you can taste that new and old worst case. Best case would be like 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. 
uh, 90s today, not only with the bourbon, but rum and all those spirits. And so you can really hone in on uh, which decade that you like the best. And in a perfect world, we'll have a bottle for you to purchase you know, at a pretty fair price. And you can take it home and do a side-by-side at your house with your friends and uh, still want to make it accessible. Uh, right now, we don't have a gym beam from the 70s or 80s, but uh, we want to continue having like a $5, you know, 70s and 80s bourbon pretty much every day you come in and have something for every single price point, every single person that comes in. And so uh, that's that's basically uh, what's what's going on. Uh, there'll be a second phase of the build out, uh, possibly some cigars in the future. And uh, I don't know, Shannon wants to kind of uh, come in on this. So. No, I think, I think Brad captured it perfectly on the second floor. This is going to be it on steroids, and then the first floor is going to be a cocktail bar fed by all these rare spirits that you see. So you have an option to have a cocktail with anything we get from a distributor, or you can make it a little different and have some of these uh, weird-ass spirits that we have behind the bar and enjoy it. So Is that an industry it. term? Yes. Weird-ass. So it's okay if it's hyphenated. Yeah. Weird-ass. Yeah. Well, I think, I think you also are, uh, touched on the point, and you, you didn't push it, but the fact that, and we talked about this, is when you're buying these collections, the rum comes with it, tequila comes with it, and at the moment in time, those people aren't just running around the country trying to taste old rums, maybe a little bit, but a little bit, but not to the point with bourbon or tequila. But you see that starting as it, as it does, that with the tequila, all the different types, people getting into that because they're getting in there and they're going into the liquor store looking for, for bourbons, but then they're finding other spirits. And you guys, uh, when, when, it, when that all hits, you'll be ready to be making mixed drinks with everything. Yeah, we're not really heavy in any one thing, which is awesome. So it's uh, try to keep it pretty diverse in here. And, you know, if bourbon kind of goes down a little bit, we'll have some rum and gin. Or if it continues to go up, we'll still have, you know, I think, you know, it's just like old baseball cards for me. And so old cards go, you know, baseball cards go up and down. What's always worth the money is your Mickey Mantles and your Hank Aaron's. And so I want stuff with the tax strip, and that's from the 80s and older. And that's where my focus is. But... In the same breath, but you know, newer uh, people just like Augusta and RD1, and and also partner with them and and just have you know a 50, 60, maybe three hundred eighty dollar bottle, <laughs> whatever for everybody. You know, and, and, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but not a three thousand dollar bottle. You can't buy them. I mean, if you got a shot at that, you got to do it. Like you said, it's an investment, yeah. but the investment, you know, because there's a there's still a market for that, and so. You know, you can find what you, no matter what your budget is, when you come here, you're going to be able to make people have a really cool experience, especially people coming on the beeline, but even just the regular people um, get to drink something that they don't, wouldn't normally, you know, just going to a regular bar or at any every day kind of thing, you're finding all You that. nailed it, man. I mean, I think our tasting bar is what really separates us. If we didn't have that, this wouldn't exist, because I'd be like, trust me, that's good, trust me, that's good, and taste is so subjective, you know, for you to figure it out yourself, and it's not what your friend said. You know, I think the biggest misconception of a bourbon collector now, they're buying all these labels up just because their buddy said it's good. Then they get around to opening it like in a year and they're kind of let down. And so what I love about within a mile of here, there's you know 10 of the top 100 bourbon bars in the United States. And between us and, you know, a few other handful of places, you can really probably taste about 80 percent of every bourbon ever made. And then when you're ready to like pay 500 bucks, like can justify it because you've tasted it, you know, we're there for you or. You can go to party source or whatever and, and actually, you know, justify spending that money on something you know you're well, going to love. And also know that if you're paying 500 bucks 
here, you probably be paying for that a thousand dollars somewhere else because <clears throat> one thing that, that you've come across and is your fare. It's yep. like you're, you're you, yeah. you've got to be able to keep doing what you're doing. There's no doubt about it, and that you got to profit. But there's a difference between profiting and gouging, and oh, yeah. that's one thing that. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of people doing what you okay. do, but but you know, well, you, you, nailed it, you nailed it again. Like, the, hell, this Buckner's that we have, we could do four ninety nine. You know, where is that? Where is that ceiling? And so, you know, Shane and I talked, and we wanted to make it still accessible to people. And we're doing ten bucks on our bar for a half ounce. So even if you can't taste, you can't buy the bottle, you can still come in and try it. So right, right. That's you know, that's. I mean, what else can you ask, right? No, I mean so. the. You, you, the the model is exciting. I mean, and you're exciting, so that's why we're here. I mean, uh, it's just you guys, overall. Wait, wait, do you guys need a room? <laughs> well, he's got he, one. He right might be there. free for dinner. <laughs> far. He might. He might be free for dinner. I'll say this, it wouldn't be all possible if it wasn't, you know, Shannon believes in me and uh, she basically is creating a game for me to play at the highest level and so it's fun to have her as a partner and it's a good yin and yang, you know, to this, we're not all broed out in here and so I think it just makes it approachable where every single person, you know, can feel welcome to come down. She gets a high five for that. But but whiskey has uh, really, I think, evolved into, like, uh, even talking, yesterday we talked with Harlan, and he was saying it used to be, first it was, uh, you know, whiskey drinkers, and then it was was their sons, and then it was their grandson. Now it's women and men coming in, couples. It's a it's a overall um, experience for everybody, and I really you guys have done a great job with that. And uh, you know, bourbon's kind of like golf. You know, it's really tough unless you have money, you can't really play either. And so we're kind of making it where it's like a putt putt, and you can get in and play. <laughs> <laughs> mini golf. It's this is a mini golf. Yeah. Yeah. Did he just make a putt putt analogy? Jesus, I can't even wrap my brain around that. One. You know, it's just like, no, this is not a putt putt. <laughs> Green ball. I mean, for God's sake, you got that old Rip Van Winkle just sitting right there, and, smell, and you'll let everybody smell it for free. Smells for free. Yeah, that was the heck out of that. Yeah, it's like I lost half the bottle because everybody keeps. <laughs> All right, so um, go on and talk about Augusta. Okay. Just you know, give that, give that, and you know. Is it is it okay if I break some news here? Okay. We like breaking news. You're not Taylor Swift. Is that? I mean, you're going to break a lot of hearts right now. So live, uh, we're thrilled to um, invite all of you down to Augusta. We've we've been um, leading a really fun uh, tasting experience down there for a year, and. Uh, the news that I want to share is that we have just been admitted to the Craft Bourbon Trail and, uh, and, the, and the Beeline. And I don't know if y'all know how, how it works, um, but the, the fun thing about um, you know this journey is there's a, there's with whether it's this award or getting put on the Beeline, it's it's third party validation that we're on the right track because the way the be the, the way that the Craft Tour works is you're actually voted on by your, I, I hesitate to use the word peer, you're voted on by other distilleries who are on that tour. So it's like our, our role models, are the people who were inspiring us have said, 
you got it, you're doing a fine job, join the club. So uh, that happened at the board meeting earlier uh, this month in, in June, nice. and so you'll see that popping on a website here in a matter of days, and I really want to encourage anybody who's listening, please come on down. We're about 35 minutes from where I'm standing right now, uh, literally on the banks of the Ohio River, and what we're delivering there is an authentic, curated, bourbon-centric experience that benefits you as a guest, but also benefits our neighbors in Augusta and Bracken County. 100%. That's, that's very cool. Congratulations. Congratulations. And it's a, it's a lot like yeah. the real Augusta. I mean, you got to be invited. and It's a lot like that. Yeah. 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 Were you staying with the putting golf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was. I was. Yeah. It all ties together. It's Augusta, yeah. Kentucky. <laughs> so you don't have putt-putt? I can either confirm or deny. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a structure right now. This, I was going to say, does he not sound like a lawyer? This is, I can't wait until all, you, all your employees are going to, you were on this podcast, you're going to be like, I can't confirm or deny. Do please come down. The, 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 the tasting experience is a hoot. You thieve out of three different barrels. If you like one of what you taste, you can fill a barrel up, or a bottle up yourself. Label. I'll take a barrel. It, you can do that too. It's a little pricier, uh, but it's available too. Like, these guys have done it. Yeah. In, in fact, like what they're doing is, uh, it's un, you know, I don't know if it's unseen the history of time, but I mean, compared to what we're doing, it makes us look easy. You know, and we have a almost eight thousand square foot thing, so I give you props for even trying. So yeah, I'd love to see the finished product. Yeah, well, please, please, please. I, I love that. I love the model of thieving from the barrel, getting going down there, and then thieving your own bottle. That is a great that that model. But then you're also unlike uh, you're you're putting uh, your stuff on the shelf too. Yeah. So that's just uh, that's the other way to experience us. That's yeah, I mean, but, see us. Yeah. Right, and uh, but overall, it just seems yeah, we'll we'll take you. Up on your offer, we'll talk after. Yeah, great. Let's do <laughs> one of these shows down there. Yeah, yeah so we'll out, yes, we'd love to yes. do it. Yeah. Yeah, and, you. And, and speaking of thieving from barrels, Barry, you you yeah. have a similar experience. So. so yeah, we our brand destination currently in Lexington is in the distillery district, and as we experienced earlier today, is you can come in, you can do a tasting, we can talk about the history. We have a barrel right there. You can thieve straight from the barrel, enjoy a six year um, a barrel um, that you can sample. Um, and again, if you want to buy a barrel, you can absolutely buy through that out through the gift shop. Yeah, yeah we're, sure. we're happy to. To do that we'll convert it into bottles we'll give you the barrel when you leave but um, super excited we're building a brand destination in Lexington so we're uh, we're excited to have people come into the um, the, the, uh, the bourbon trail through northern Kentucky come on down to central Kentucky and enjoy what we have to offer in some of the other distilleries there for sure and, and we we have not had the uh, privilege of being at Augusta yet uh, I'm sure the greens are super nice, but we have been we have been to RD one today, and and I said when I walked in, the place just looks amazing. I think you did a, a, a absolute awesome job with it. It looks very regal and nice and clean and crisp, but price points are great. Yep. You have a lot of selection. You, you I think your merchandising yeah. is is just. Whiskey and I said when we walked in that you you hit the mark the mark on the merchandising which but, I think you but did, then so. you but then you put in the friendliness of the bourbon industry you know that you don't want to it, it's definitely there's different ways to go but then the 
just the, your bartender. She was fantastic. Yeah, Kaylee, was Kaylee, right? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I remember the name. There you go. Oh, boy. Anyways. Um, Medication's working. I mean, <laughs> go ahead. See, it's not just me. <laughs> hey, CT, fuck off. <laughs> but but with love. But with love. Yeah, okay. Anyways, um, but but just then they were making spirit, you know, two, they were like dueling drink uh yeah, that was bartenders. Fun. We had a we yeah. had a you know, they were they were just trading uh cocktail experiences and then all of a sudden we had this fantastic drink so it was uh yeah. love yeah. the experience i could hear the banjo music and then and then you can leave that barrel there too you they have a barrel to thief and, and taste so you can taste and i think that's something out of all distilleries that uh, if you can make that accessible of being able to taste whiskey straight from a barrel one if you do it with you and you you know it's like I don't think that you could give me the worst barrel you had, and I'm sitting there thieving straight from it. It's, it's going to taste good. I don't know. It just affects your taste buds. You're just like, oh my god, is this delicious? I'm in heaven. <laughs> and it, it, it maybe, but I, that's what I found. You know, yeah. That to, to play off just, of that, I saw another distillery in Kentucky that we we like a lot, which is Whiskey Thief. They set up at a golf course on a hole, and you thiefed from a barrel. At the hole. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. What? Why did I not get invited? <laughs> I mean, your name just makes sense that yeah. you sponsor a hole at Augusta. I mean, that and, would be insane. Yeah. Just the, you yeah. probably wouldn't have enough whiskey after that. Right after I become a member. It's you that are Super Bowl members, right? There you go. Which one's you? That's right. I don't know. I'll have to check out the return on investment. <laughs> but I thought that was such a cool idea. You know, you're at the ninth hole making the turn, and yeah. you're like, hey, you want to, you know, okay, what a cool experience. So, and so it's like the key word there, honestly, it is experience. I mean, that's what people are after. Yep. They're not, you know, not lecture, don't want to be lecture, you know, no lecturing. It's more, I want to, I want to get into it. I want to understand it. Help me, you know, get, get involved. So right. experiences are what people are interested in. I would in. say I, every, I everybody right here, Shannon included, are probably a little jaded with the, the barrel pick thing, you know, because we've been just, I don't know, part of the game a little longer and so I remember the first time going down just doing that it it is crazy awesome you know and so to share that with people just getting into it it means the world so yeah Yeah. Yeah, and when you're on that bourbon trail you're going to be in all these lovely little towns with amazing shops and fantastic food and so there's something for everybody yeah Yeah, and they're so friendly 1792 Augusta. Yeah, founded. it's I mean, wow. You know the. So check this out. Quick story. So Philip Buckner is the founder of Augusta. He's a Revolutionary War hero. He was granted seven thousand acres by Governor Randolph, who was the governor of the uh, Virginia Colony. Kentucky was part of the Virginia mm-hmm. Colony. So Philip Buckner comes down. He establishes, donates the land for Augusta. Takes his flatboat down to Louisville, which are in that time impassable rapids. Right. So he, rather than portage, he sells his flatboat, hops on a horse, heads back to Augusta. To whom did he sell his flatboat? Anybody? Uh, E.H. Taylor. No, no. no. <laughs> Better. <laughs> Better. <laughs> Better than ever. Lewis yeah. and Clark. Oh, oh no. Lewis and Clark. Wow. So yeah, they've got the they've got the receipt in the local. Like, come on, man. Let's talk about history. It doesn't get any better than that, you know. That's Thomas so Jefferson. Yeah, that whole thing. Wow, it's like legit. That's huge. The only so, thing you're missing from here. What was the price here? they paid though? <laughs> 50 bucks. Hey, four dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, I, 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 I should 
honestly, they were as likely to do that transaction in whiskey uh -huh. as anything else. But the only thing missing from your story that every distillery has is when was the fire? Because every distillery seems like they had a fire just before Prohibition and everything. Must be in our future. <laughs> no. 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 Don't you put that on me. No, but it is, it is funny. Like every every distillery that's been around since the 1800s, they're like, yeah, we had a fire in 1902 yeah. and 1918. Yeah. Yeah. So, no fires, civil war battles, but no fires. No, no fires. fires. All right, awesome. So I guess that was a. It went a little longer than I thought it would because I thought you know. But overall, that was perfect. Uh, Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming out. Shakes all the way. Golf clap. Oh, I like the golf clap. Yeah. It's yeah. fitting. Oh, yeah. It's fitting. In honor of Augusta. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With the golf course, we're going to have a Just build that putt putt course right next to the distillery. Big old clown's mouth. It could be a, it could be a whiskey barrel with the windmill. Here's a <laughs> All right, everybody, uh, we're the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. We uh, are down at Revival. This has been a fantastic, fantastic time. All right, and uh, remember www.scotchybourbonboys.com for all your Scotchy Bourbon Boys uh, paraphernalia, and then also remember paraphernalia glasses. <laughs> Classes what are we, clothes. except for bongs now? Yeah, no. It's not paraffin for all your t-shirts, hats, Glenn Karen's. Where the hell did that come from? I'm Michigan, what can I say? Would you like another sorry. That's for all of our younger... Wow. And coming soon will be beef. That would be cool, a crystal bong. There you go. Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, and then also on all social media. But remember, drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Good friends. Good friends equal good times and live your life dangerously. Little Stevo's going to take us out. This is a mic. You're, you're, you're totally in it. Cabbage Patch. Scotchy Bourbon Boys fans, this is Alan Bishop, Indiana's Alchemist of the Black Forest. So I'm tuning in here today to tell you all about the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute channel on YouTube. If you're at all interested in the art of distilling, whether it be home distilling or professional distilling, and the intense geekery that goes into that process, then check out the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute on YouTube. I promise you're going to learn something you didn't know before about the arts.